Hey everyone, welcome to the Megan May Podcast. I am your host, Megan May, and I am so excited you are here. I am a wife, mom to four, entrepreneur, small town girl, people pleaser in rehab, faith follower, and just your average girl next door. Enough with the small talk, let's dig deep. I am excited to share with you in this space real and imperfect episodes of marriage, mom life, relationships, faith, adoption, and so much more. More than anything, I hope to inspire you to truly know how much you matter in this world. So grab a cozy spot, blanket, snack, or beverage of your choice, and come exactly as you are, and let's get started. Hey there, friend. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I am honestly trying to wrap my head around how fast fall is going. I am from Minnesota, and fall is my very favorite season. It brings a whole new joy to my heart. I love everything from the beautiful trees, to the smell of my home after having the windows open all day, to the fall outfit choices, and pumpkin everything. Most importantly, I love fall simply for the fact that I no longer need to shave my legs all the time. Fall is also always so short, especially when I was in the retail space. For about five years, I co-owned a boutique in a flower shop, and we needed to keep up with the holiday demands and prepare our store for Christmas, which we did right after Halloween. And actually, even though we waited till after Halloween to turn our beautiful boutique into a Hallmark Christmas store, even that was considered late for most retail spaces. Now that life has changed for me this year and I am currently working from home, I have thoroughly enjoyed every bit of fall. But here we are as the fall season is coming to a close. Thanksgiving has come and gone and now it is officially okay to blast Christmas all over the place. And I'm not going to lie, I absolutely love Christmas music to the fullest. And much to my husband's dismay, it will be played all day, every day, until Christmas is here. So with that said, since it is truly okay to talk about Christmas time without getting an eye roll or a deep sign of annoyance, I found this episode would be the perfect time to make you stop for a second before things get really crazy and make you think and plan on what your Christmas needs need to look like this year. If you've listened to my podcast episode on boundaries and people-pleasing, then you got a small glimpse into the fact that last year I made some really hard decisions and started focusing on what I wanted for traditions for my husband and for kids versus letting everyone else's opinions or feelings get in the way. And what I want to do is elaborate on that a bit more in this space with you. So as I stated in my previous podcast, I hit an absolute panic last year that my kids were going to be grown up and out of the house and we would not have any family traditions to hold on to because I have spent their whole life catering to everyone else's traditions. I was a mess. I was certain that someday I would lose my kids to their spouses and their family traditions and they would never come home because their spouse's parents created beautiful traditions together and they would hold on to that 
and my kids would have nothing from us. I panicked, took a step back, and just like that started to take action on what I wanted for my family, for my kids, for my sanity, and most importantly, I made it happen. Last year was the first Christmas I didn't quietly sob in a bathroom for a minute or two, and it was the first Christmas that I could truly say I absolutely loved. I know this holiday season can look different for everyone, but for my husband Jake and I, both of our families almost all live in Minnesota, and over half of them live in the same town or within 60 miles of one another. It is something I absolutely love most of the time, but it is something as a mom that also made me cry in a bathroom almost every time the holidays rolled around. We love our family, and our family loves us, but with that also comes expectations for us to be at a certain place, at a certain time, on a certain day, because those were traditions that were established years ago, and that's just what you do. Well, let me tell you, my kids loved it, my husband even loved it, and for me, those old traditions and strict times made me a monster of a mom, and by the time Christmas was over, I felt completely depleted and was so excited for it to all be done. Looking back in my childhood years, we also grew up with most of our family living in the same town or very close by. I also watched my mom go through the same thing. And about a year ago, we were sitting down together, having a glass of wine, talking about the holidays. And I asked her if when we were little, running to all those necessary events and keeping up with everyone's expectations of what they wanted Christmas to look like, if she ever cried in a bathroom too. And her response broke my heart. She said she cried every year. You guys, there is no holiday, no old tradition, no anything worth you crying in a bathroom, looking in the mirror, trying to suck it up and put on a happy face for the opinions of others. And honestly, if half of your family members knew that this was happening, most would probably agree and give you grace. However, you may have the other half actually say, well, suck it up, buttercup. We all had to go through this and so do you. Well, I am going against the grain here to say to you, you don't have to, quote, suck it up. You don't have to shed a tear. You don't have to be exhausted. You don't have to hate Christmas. And you don't have to say yes for the sake of pleasing others. You simply don't. You are in charge of the life you want to create. You are in charge of your family traditions and you are in charge of the lasting memories you share together. No one else is. So why unintentionally do we give everyone else that power? That's a great question that last year I had to ask myself. Hey friends, guess what? I have some very exciting news to share with you. As you know, I have a deep passion for giving and helping others feel like they matter in this world. So I started a website called You Matter Boutique. If you know anyone in their adoption journey or foster journey who grow their babies in their tummy or their heart and you wanna send a gift helping them to know they matter in this world, check out my website, www.youmatterboutique.com. 
10% of the proceeds will go to helping other foster and adoptive families in their journey. I cannot wait for you to check it out. So if you are feeling any of those feels, it is not too late to change. It is not too late to step back into your life and take back the control you so badly lost over the holiday season. Last year, I took back Christmas Eve. And you know what made me so sad? Is when I posted on social media our immediate family having Christmas together, I could not believe how many other moms asked me how the heck I was able to pull that off. So for those of you who want to know, here is how I did it. You can take it or leave it. The choice is yours, but I am here to help you if you want it. First of all, I'm going to tell you that I love most of my family. I can't say all because that would be a lie, but 90% of my family and my in-laws I love to death. I love getting together with them. I love the memories we create, and I love that my kids get to grow up with their immediate cousins and distant cousins all around them. It is wonderful, and I know so many families do not get this privilege. But whether I hang out with them and make memories together on Christmas Eve, or let's just say July 10th, it makes no difference. A holiday does not define me loving them any less or more than any other day during the year. So with that said, when I took back Christmas Eve as a family of six, I had to remember that I still love and respect these members who are disappointed that we didn't show up for our third Christmas of the day. They might not even know it, but they actually have the worst part of me, a more depleted me, and a more complaining me, and a more tired me on Christmas Eve than they do at a family get-together in July. I get to have better conversations with them and get to know them more and get to make memories that I can actually remember myself more on a random day versus a holiday. So really, when we sit back, is it that much better for them to get the last of me versus the best of me? just because of a holiday. Next thing, you pick your battles and you pick your holidays. So what favorite holidays do you want to take back? I mean, if you go and just rip off that band-aid and take them all back, whew, you are a superhero and good for you. But we're going to start small here. As I know, many of us each have different situations, and that might be a little unrealistic to take back every holiday. For me, Christmas is the one holiday that left me crying. So Christmas was the most important to tackle and take back. And not all of Christmas, but I decided to choose Christmas Eve. In the past, I would have my dad's side over for brunch that morning, do the gifts really quick, and then get ready for church go to church, head over to my aunt and uncles, celebrate Christmas quickly with them, and then go to my husband Jake's grandma's side after that. Just speaking this out loud, you guys, sounds crazy. A few years ago, we actually stopped going to my aunt and uncles because Jake's grandma was declining, and we made that a priority. So thank goodness we went from three Christmases in one day to two. But after she passed... 
and new traditions were starting to be set, I knew it was time to take it back. Was it hard? Yes. Did my husband struggle with it right away? Yes. Did my side of the family wonder why they didn't get invited over for Christmas Eve brunch? Yes. But did I care? Yeah, I actually did. I had a pit in my gut and felt really bad. But when it actually happened, it became the best Christmas Eve ever. And it was worth all those struggles. So Christmas Eve is the day I decided to take back. Now, Easter or Thanksgiving, I am actually happy to go to other places because selfishly, the food is fantastic with more people. But I do refuse to go to more than one place on a day during those holidays. If we go to Jake's side for Easter, then we go to my side for Thanksgiving. Or if they really want us to see us on a holiday like Thanksgiving, they can choose a different day other than Thursday. The next thing, you have to be okay with possible judgment or disappointing someone. This was super hard for me as a people pleaser. I wanted everyone to be happy, everyone to love me, to accept me, and I didn't want to hurt anyone. But what you have to remember is that you cannot control the emotions or opinions of others. I'm going to repeat that. You have to remember you cannot control the emotions and opinions of others. And when they are told you won't make it this year and you are doing your own thing, how they react is something out of your control. Last year, my grandpa was diagnosed with stage 4 bladder cancer. At the time, while he was going through chemo, we had to be careful not to spread sicknesses. I have a family of six. There is a runny nose happening every day with some kid. So last year, we chose not to spend Christmas with them. Here's the thing. Even though I knew this would maybe be our last Christmas together, I also knew and felt blessed with all the other Christmases in the past that we shared together and that I would get to see him many other times after Christmas. Christmas did not define my love for him or the many memories I had growing up with him. When you think about it, it's almost so crazy that we even think that it would. That, in fact, was the last Christmas he had here on earth, as this past August, he lost his battle to that horrific disease. Do I regret not spending last year's Christmas with him? No. I got to spend so many other days with him beyond Christmas, where he got a better piece of me, where we were able to have conversations and I wasn't stressed and it wasn't in a rush. I don't feel bad at all. Did I upset other family for not coming? Maybe and maybe not. But my relationship with him is on me and not based on the opinion of somebody else's. By no means do we wake up and say, man, I sure hope to hurt somebody's feelings today. That's crazy. But with that said, you can't control how others react. And if they love you and your family, they will be more than happy to get together and make amazing memories with you on a different day. My next thing is you do not get your time back with your kids. The days may seem long, but the years fly by. 
and yet everyone else who had their kids had the chance to create their own traditions. A reminder, you guys, as much as we want to hold on to our children forever, and I can't even imagine the day my kids are grown and out of the house, they are not mine to keep. And the day they say I do to someone else is the day I have to be okay with them starting their own traditions with their family and be okay with the fact that your current traditions may need to change or may need to become a beautiful memory. They also have a spouse with a family and that is okay. So that alone is more than encouraging to fight for your own traditions and to hold on to them while you can. I don't think I will ever regret saying no to others so I can have my family and memories to myself. And my very last thing I have for you is actually the funnest part. You get to decide what traditions you want to create with your family and what holidays you need to take back for your own. For us, I took back Christmas Eve. I still cook that fancy brunch, but it's for my family and we eat it on our own time whenever we get up. Our kids, we make them buy each other Christmas presents because learning to give is very important for me. They now get to open up their presents and enjoy it and take the time to look at them, be thankful for them, and play together with what they received without having to rush through it and go somewhere next. We now often stay in our PJs until church, which is fantastic. Jake and I also buy our kids usually one bigger gift together or separate depending on the year, and I create a scavenger hunt for them to go and find it. It has been such a blast. They go together on this whole scavenger hunt all over our woods, all in our pasture, in our house, out of our house, in our garage, and it is so much fun. I would never get to do that and see that joy in them had we had to go to another place. After all that, we then get ready for church and honor the most important piece of Christmas. When church is over, we go back home eat a yummy meal, or sometimes just popcorn, and we watch a movie. Now that is what we do. That is the tradition that I set that made me actually love Christmas Eve again. But I want you to create your own tradition, and I promise you won't regret it. What you want out of the holidays matters. Your family, it matters. How you raise your kids matter. Your time with them that you have left, it matters. So take a step back this holiday season and really think about how you want the season to go. And then most importantly, make it happen. So take care, my friend, and I hope you enjoy all the beautiful things this holiday season has to offer. Thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of the Megan May Podcast. You can follow more of me on Instagram at you matter by Megan. Please also subscribe and leave a rating for this podcast. Your love and support is greatly appreciated.